coming to you from Miami to help open up your third eye. I'm in Miami for another two weeks and I felt like this was the best possible time to share this part of my story, to share this part of my life because it's been so interesting the last few weeks. Closing sunny aisles and moving flying with air into a more virtual space for a little bit. But during this time and during my coaching for the last several years, I have realized what it means to be a woman business owner, what it means to be a woman business owner in a spirituality industry and how that can really mess with being a woman and being feminine. This episode is going to be so relatable to all of my female business owners out there, to all of my amazing, phenomenal women that have strong careers and are raising children and just trying to find balance. I'm talking to these women out there that are burned out. Oh, being burned out is no fun. And it is something, I'm gonna be honest with you, that I have gone through in cycles over and over and over and at times just wanted to run away to a Caribbean island and never be seen or heard from again. I have built a six-figure business on my own, minus, of course, my spirit guides, ancestors, and team helping us out, of course, but mostly on my own. Those late nights making product to 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning, those holiday drives and seasons where I thought I was going to lose my mind, opening up store after store and learning how to be a good leader for the team, how to build contracting partnerships with other businesses, and then that's just flying with air. <laughs> Give you more insight into my life. I also have real estate properties, so I'm a landlord, and I also have multiple best-selling novels that require me to go on tour and to learn how to publicly speak about some of the most horrific things that have ever happened to me in an inspiring way for others. I've needed to book my own travel and take care of myself and my beautiful little golden doodle and provide for us. I've had to hunt down deals and I've had to sacrifice a lot. Meanwhile, I also am the executive director for the nonprofit FWA Survivors so that we can provide human trafficking survivors and sexual assault survivors free online therapy. But here's my shameless plug go donate to the nonprofit. It helps a lot of survivors. And throw in even more, <laughs> I 
I gave up a lot to make it happen. This is where I get emotional and why when I go to share all of this information with you young women and mothers and everything in between from 16 to 99, I've lost a lot as a result of not having my feminine energy balanced because my masculine energy was in control. I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to lose relationships with people you care about. I don't want you to miss once-in-a-lifetime events like weddings. I don't want you to sacrifice time with your children and friends and family because you're in a different country or you just didn't realize balance. I don't want you stressed out to where your health becomes a concern or you have kidney stones or karma, like chronic migraines. I don't want these things for you. So I'm really praying and I've meditated over this message so that you can find your divine feminine energy again and you can rediscover the balance that comes with, yes, you're a women business owner or you're highly successful in your career, but you are a woman still. One of my favorite songs lately is I Am Woman, and I probably played it on repeat a thousand times at this point, but I mean, it's true. You can have so much without having to sacrifice your feminine energy. So I need to go into a little bit of the logistics of what I mean by the masculine energy and the feminine energy, because when I'm coaching a woman on this, sometimes they don't even realize how far deep into their feminine energy they've gone or how far deep into their masculine energy they have gone. With that, I will tell you that masculine energy is strong. It's aggressive. It's about controlling everything, which when you're in business, you have to control things, right? We'll get into that. It's focused. It's powerful. It's centered and targeted. It's very purpose-driven. Loves the challenge, the competition. How many times have you been in competition, even with yourself? It's single-task oriented. It's problem-solving. It wants freedom and release and big things. It doesn't really care about admiration or appreciation. It just wants to get it done. Kills intimacy, and it does not like to be criticized or shut out. Masculine is important. It's affiliated with yang energy. It's affiliated with the sun, and it's definitely needed. I'm not going to say that because you are in your masculine energy that it's not important. It's so important you're going to build a business, you have to have these characteristics. If you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor or any type of strong influence in your career, this is going to be needed. If you're not driven, then you're not going to excel. If you're not disciplined 
or powerful or assertive, you're going to lose a lot of those boundaries. I'm going to challenge you guys. I'm going to challenge your mindset. Challenge is even a masculine word. But bear with me, because if you can hang in here and you hear what I have to say, and you take your pen and your paper and you listen and you take it to heart, I am going to save you so many tears. I'm going to save so many long nights of anxiety and stress. I'm going to help you make more money. You just have to trust me for a moment here. And I am right here with you because I had to have somebody else point it out to me and show me the way. And I'm going to tell you that story here in a second. But first, I want to tell you what feminine energy looks like, what it feels like, because that's the biggest word. Masculine thinks, feminine feels. But feminine energy is flowing, it's open, it's radiant and wild, it's destructive and it's emotion-driven. It seeks to give and nurture. It can multitask. There is a reason that women can multitask like no other. We get things done because of that. It has a diffused awareness. It wants to gather, it wants to talk, maybe even vent. It makes small things big and it remembers to pay attention. It wants trust and connection and praise. It is gentle, nurturing, and nature-loving. If you're gonna kill your feminine energy, it tends to feel unsafe or misunderstood. That is actually probably the best way to segue into my little mini story. Let's go back about four years, four years ago. To give you a little bit of framework, I was in a long-term relationship back then. I had three stores here in Miami for Fly With Air. I was constantly, morning to evening, working. I had a team of about 20 people and some contractors that would help me with growing plants and with online needs. And I was so attached to my phone that you would have thought it was pretty much the heart of me. It was literally attached because I was always so scared that someone needed me or somebody was going to mess up and I was going to be on call to fix it. My relationship suffered. I hadn't seen my family in who knows how long. I didn't really have any friends. I had employees, and I guess by default, I'd become friendly with them because they're the only people I saw. It's extremely lonely, even depressed at times. And I thought and truly believed that there was this magical light at the end of the tunnel that if I could just achieve, or if I could just get past this season, or this day, that one day I would be happy, abundant, 
and stress-free. Yet, the path I was walking down, or I should say trudging down, did not allow that. It was never going to allow that because the law of resonance and the law of correspondence very much disagree. So, I was miserable. I was so miserable. I started breaking down. You could see it first in how I just was always cranky. I was always kind of moody or I always had this negative talk to me. And it was because I was chronically exhausted. Everyone always needed something from me. Nobody really asked me how my day was. They just came to me with their needs and I started to believe that's how life worked because that's how my reality was looking. I got to the point where I just started shutting people out from my emotions. In fact, many of my employees back then called me Fort Knox because I was impenetrable. Even to the Reiki masters on our team, they would say that my energy was completely inaccessible. And I think it was mostly because it was just so depleted and so developed with boundaries in my masculine energy that even if they were able to get in, they might not find anything. My cup was not full. My cup had been barren for a long time. I was starting to shut down mentally and physically it was starting to show as well. I had bags under my eyes, my skin looked dull, and I was in a lot of physical pain, actually. I was not doing yoga like I do yoga now, or any of the spiritual practices that I do now. I didn't do tantra, I didn't get massages, I didn't get facials, I didn't take spa days, I didn't take any days off. And for some reason, I had a lot of pride. That's another masculine energy trait, right? I had pride. I haven't, you know, taken a day off in 20 days, I would say, with so much pride. And looking back, I feel like that's so foolish because balance. Now, I will say that things started to come undone a little bit business-wise after my physical because I just couldn't hold it up anymore. I felt like I had this boulder on my back every single day, email after email, and I felt like at any moment I was going to break. And Aventura Mall was probably the first location I knew needed to change. The energy was so chaotic with the team and with the needs and COVID that I knew that it was time to release it. 
And I was so scared, guys. This is something I haven't shared with anybody publicly. I was terrified to let go of my baby location. That was the OG. That was everything to me in Florida. And I was terrified. I built so many amazing relationships and I still love the team over there. They're great people. And I was afraid that my business would just crumble. And looking back again, I'm just like, I feel like I need to give myself some grace. Because I needed to let go. And things got so much better when I did. As I actually am sitting and recording this in sunny aisles, it's another let go phase. And into the virtual realm we go and into the making the courses for Herbalism 101 and Crystals 101 and all these metaphysical courses that we're going to do, but also into the nonprofit world so much more. I am, again, letting go. Letting go is a feminine trait. Control is a masculine trait. Release versus harm. So going to where I tell you this cute little story, and this was somewhat recently, I would say almost a year ago, I met a gentleman and sometimes people come into your life because you've been praying and meditating. And sometimes people come into your life because You've asked the universe for a change. And this particular gentleman, I actually call Loach, which is a Gaelic term for hero. Because every single time I think of him, I think of how he is my hero. How he came into my life and just turned on all the lights when it came to my spirituality rebalance when it came to solving a lot of these chronic issues I was having, this lifestyle, this path I was down, and that I needed some guidance to kind of help me stop the cart, recalibrate, and take a leap of faith. This gentleman, I have completely just well I love him I do I love him so much he's become one of my best friends and I'll even share his name because one day I hope he comes on the show to tell his story but I honestly would probably marry him in a heartbeat if he asked me that's how much love I have and how much blessing I sent his way he was Mayrone came into my life and he helped me recalibrate my feminine energy I was so afraid to take a break. I was so afraid to let go, to find balance, to regain my feminine energy, that it was crippling me from my next step in my spiritual journey. Now, this is a spirituality growth podcast, but sometimes people think it's a spiritual healing podcast. And this is your, here's the difference, guys, gals, whoever you want to be. The difference is, is yes, flying with air was developed 
for helping bring metaphysical tools and healing tools, whether it be apothecary, the herbs, the crystals, tarot, sound bowls, you name it, to heal, to help you heal. That's why it's called flying with air, because I'm here to help you fly again, but you're gonna do the work. I just have some tools and some education to help you out and to let you know you're not alone. That's why you're with air. By the way, again, I'm air. So, yes, that's more of like flying with air, but this is a spirituality growth podcast. All the guests that we bring on here are about helping you grow. Whether you're healing or whether you're not healing from something, we're all growing from something, right? We're all trying to ascend, trying to go further down our spirituality gateway and path. So he came into my life and I had actually had a couple of dreams about him before he even came. And I went to a couple of psychics and mediums and without really defining a lot, they actually produce like this image of him. And I'm like, that's, that's him. That, that's it. That's the person. Like I did not describe what he looked like, just what I had seen and like felt in my dreams. And they're like, this person is going to guide you in a lot of different ways. They're going to guide you to your soulmate. They're going to guide you down the spiritual gateway path. They're going to help you ascend. This person is going to be very special. So when I finally met this person, I was astounded with how similar everything was calibrating. And again, it is never your job to know how something's going to unfold with the universe, but to be open to the experiences and to be open to learn and ascending. So, Mayron comes into my life, and I'm instantly like, okay, here we go. I'm excited, actually, guys, because I'm like, I've been looking for a savior. Give me a hero. <laughs> I am so tired. And he comes to my life, and he basically says, you know, you're doing it all wrong. And I'm like, what? What's going on? And he goes, I'm going to give you this new, like, terminology never known about before. And he's called it spiritual companion. I had never heard of it, but now I'm like so in love with it. And I highly suggest it. Spiritual companionship is how I define it at least. You have somebody that keeps you accountable to your spiritual journey. That isn't afraid to tell you that, you know, they don't agree or you're acting out of ego or that's not best for you, but still provides you. And this is the key to it all unconditional love unconditional love with somebody that doesn't just care about how you feel but cares about what's best for you and i unconditionally love him back and it's an agreement it's a partnership companionship if you will so i agree to this and when i take these type of partnerships or any relationship that I have with somebody, I take it very seriously. Like, my word is everything. And he starts sharing different types of things, but for this particular podcast and the meaning of the feminine and masculine energy, this is gonna be the key, is letting go of my masculine energy enough to be able to dive into my feminine again. So here's some things that right away I was able to apply to my life that immediately produced me more income, more happiness, better health, and more balance. 
<laughs> it sounds so silly, but here we go. Taking a break. The world is not going to fall apart if you take a break. It's not. What's the worst thing that could happen if you decide to take a day off? Time is a man-made thing. It's a masculine energy. In fact, I even say that time is the closest thing I know to God because it's all-encompassing, omniscient, changing, and it rules the lives of many. But not just taking like a single day off. If you're a woman entrepreneur, this is my method. I'm going to share it with you because I want you to be successful, truly. And you're not gonna believe me. You're going to be like, I can't do this. And you're going to fight me on this because you're in your masculine energy. Sis, I get it, but I'm letting you know right now, if you do this, it's going to have a positive effect. What I do for my business, for my work, for my career, is I work six weeks. I work six weeks with, you know, at least a day, maybe a weekend off if possible, every week. And I might work 60 hours a week, I might work 80 hours a week, but that's my six weeks. And then I take a week off, an entire week, and I rest. I take everything that has to do with business and I put it down Everything that has to do with the nonprofit, I put it down. I let it go on someone else's shoulders. I do my prep work for that six weeks to where when that week comes and I get to put it all down, I can truly relax and disconnect and go recharge. It sounds uncanny to these single entrepreneurship women, solo entrepreneurs. You're like, I can't let go of a week. Yes, you can. You just need to trust me. Because I have made more money. And I have the receipts. I have the invoices. I have the transactions. I have the donations to prove it. I have made more money for myself and the nonprofit in that week that I'm not working than in most weeks where I'm doing those six weeks of just 60 hours or 80 hours. It blows my mind every single time I do it. That, to the point where I'm like, should I take more? But remember, we've got balance, right? That is the number one quickest way that I have found that just resets my feminine energy and my masculine energy. It's just resting, not pushing, Letting go. So, what do I do in that one week? <laughs> I go into nature. So here's another masculine versus feminine. The masculine is to build, right? To construct, architect. Well, most of the time, buildings and architects and construction is in places like cities. Like New York, LA, Miami, Atlanta, all these amazing places. And I'm not going to forget our UK crowd because I know you guys are listening. But, you know, Perry, Amsterdam, Israel, Jerusalem, 
I know Israel's been a country, but I just I really wanted to shout out Israel. So with that, go into nature of some sort. Now I know we got some city girls out there. So go to an island resort if you need to and be on the beach. I personally go into the mountains or go into sleepy little towns where there's not a lot going on, but there's still a little bit, you know, like town-ish, or I will go straight into the wilderness because you've got to connect with nature. I need your feet on grass. That is the quickest way to reconnect with your feminine energy. Feet on grass, body in water. Go to the ocean, go to a lake. Okay. Another thing that's going to be super important is you have to stop escaping and you have to start recalibrating. I have a lovely woman that I was coaching maybe about three weeks ago and she goes, I have boat day. I'm like, amazing. Tell me about boat day. And she goes, I have a group of women, we go on a boat, we drink, we smoke all day long. It's awesome. It's a good reset. And I'm talking to her and I'm listening to her and I really want to absorb what she says. She says one thing that is perfect for regaining feminine energy. And that's about being around other women. Sometimes in these masculine careers, we are surrounded by men all the time to where we don't have that balance. So I was so happy to hear that, you know, she goes on a boat with women. I think that's fantastic. I love it. Definitely good for your feminine energy. But then she said a couple of other things and I was just like, okay, I'm gonna ask some questions here. She mentioned, she knows we drink all day and we smoke all day. So I was like, okay, what are we smoking? She goes, we're smoking, you know, weed, marijuana. Okay, no problem. I'm like, so you're drinking, you're smoking. How does that make you feel throughout the day? She goes, I feel like I'm on cloud nine, like all the pressure's off and I don't have care in the world. I'm like, great. How do you feel the next day? She goes, well, I don't always feel that great physically. And, you know, it's just the next day. I get back to it. I'm like, okay. So would you say like a couple of days after boat day that you feel like stressed or you feel like, you know, it's just, it's back, like you have that boulder back on your back. And she's like telling me, yes, she's like, but that's been kind of the way it is. I'm like, I want to challenge you. I'm not against drinking and I'm not even, you know, against drugs, but I want to challenge the reason why you're doing it. You can have fun. By all means, go have fun with your girl, have a night out, have a boat day, like, but just realize that that's escapism. That's not spirituality, that's not growth, that's not healing, that's escapism. Which is awesome if it's used for the right purposes. Like if you're doing it for community and you're just realizing that this is the time for us to escape as a community, but this isn't really good for my overall spiritual journey and health, then I, you can, Take me off the soapbox. This isn't for you. But this is for those women out there that are constantly depleted and exhausted and want an answer and are miserable because they are so far into their masculine. Is if you're going to do that boat day, 
take away the escapism part of it and reconnect on those deep levels. Relationships, especially female relationships, are born and strengthened and sober. That's where connection happens, like real authentic connection, which is what you need to go deeper into that feminine energy for that release, for that recalibration, for that balance. Again, go on your birthday, have fun. If you want to drink, smoke, do what you need to do. But realize that's not going to help you. It's just going to help you escape for a little while. To help you go back to what I was mentioning earlier with the rest, the community, the balance. There is some other little trinkets that help you get into your feminine energy a little bit deeper. And they sound silly, but there's another story of, you know, a woman starting to wear dresses to work. A woman that even was afraid to miss a meeting because she'd be seen as possibly weak because she didn't have childcare. She brought her son to the meeting and in fact actually nailed the deal and everyone said that she was super brave for bringing her son. All these little tricks, they're not really tricks. They're just being authentic to yourself, diving into your divine feminine energy. If you're great at being vulnerable, be vulnerable. That is what I do all the time. I have model stock traffic and traffic in Aftermath and Invincible and even some poetry books because being vulnerable is my superpower. I have nothing to hide because I have literally put it on pages and podcasts and online and it is so great for my feminine energy to be authentic and transparent and honest. And I guarantee you, it makes me feel like a woman and it makes me feel beautiful. Not just because I think it makes me feel beautiful, but because people say it's a beautiful thing to be vulnerable. It's nearly impossible for some of these women business owners and career-driven women to be vulnerable in the workplace. And you're so far in that masculine energy that you think that you look tough and powerful. But sis, you just look like Fort Knox. Your employees can't connect with you because they think that you're a rock. You're impenetrable. Your clients can't connect with you because they can't sense any type of emotion out of you. And it's hurting your finances, girl. It's not helping. It's hurting. And if you're an introvert, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to tell your whole life story like me. That's perfectly fine. Be sensitive. If somebody shares something with you, be intimate. Hold that space for them. That's community again. That's feminine energy. There's other ways that you can explore outside of just sleeping more for your feminine energy. Meditation, for me, yoga has reawakened my divine feminine. Staring at the moon, howling at the moon if you're a Scot like me. But also you can journal, writing, creation, 
is very feminine. Painting, sculpting, artwork, that's feminine energy. It is feminine to create. Dancing. I didn't realize how much I loved dancing. Even somewhat risque dancing, the exotic dancing, the fitness pole, contact, sensual, tango. In Miami, we bachata. <laughs> but to dance is to be feminine. It is to express. You need these things, girl. You need them to find your balance. And now I'm going to share one of the most critical aspects of diving into your feminine energy and rebalancing yourself from your masculine into your feminine. Earlier I said, the masculine thinks it is the consciousness. The feminine feels it is the subconsciousness. If you're looking at our physical body, I always think the masculine is like my crown, my crown chakra, my brain, it's up here at the top. The feminine is my heart. It is a magnetic field with electrical pulses. We manifest out of our heart, out of our subconscious, out of our feminine energy. There is one critical word that I know you all have heard before. And it lives in our feminine energy. And often in this masculine world, we forget about her. And it will kill us every single time. It will kill us in a business deal. It will kill our relationships. It will kill our connection with ourself. It will kill our ascension. If you do not pay attention to her, and I'm talking to her right now. I'm not even talking to you all anymore. I'm talking to her. She's that woman. She's that divine woman inside you. That spiritual goddess. She's that Shiva. She's that spirit. She's that wildflower. And she's your intuition. She has been knocked down since as long as you can remember. She's been told she's not enough. She's been told she overthinks. She's been told that's not for her. She's been told she's been rejected. She's been ghosted. She's been ignored. And it is time to lift her back up and fuel her and listen to her because she is wiser than any masculine presence on this earth. She is powerful and she is capable and she is strong. I'm talking to your intuition. She knows what's right, she knows what's wrong, and she knows how to guide you. In every situation, in every scenario, I need you as a woman to stop, breathe, and listen to her. The logical will talk you out of it. The consciousness, the masculine energy will tell you that it's overreacting or that's not possible or it will just push you to the side. 
that that divine feminine intuition in you will make you more it will make you more happy it will make you more money it will make you have a better relationship with your mom it will make you have a better relationship with your husband it will help you find a relationship if you don't have one and you want one but the more you ignore it the more you do not nurture her the more you will suffer i don't want you all in pain I want you all to thrive. I did not go through everything I went through to leave this part out. All of the trauma, all of the torture, all of the pain, all of the late nights that I've had, all of the moving, all of the running away, all of the heartbreaks, all of the men that cheated on me, all of the men that beat me, all of that would have never had the chance to occur if someone would have sat me down like I'm sitting you all down and taught me how to pay attention to her, how to listen to your intuition. Now I'm willing to teach every single one of you all individually. You just let me know, message me, DM me. I coach all the time. But with that, re-watch this episode. If you're listening on the podcast, re-listen to the episode. Access these feminine energy points. It's going to alter your life. It's going to make such a big difference. You're going to feel free and happy and overjoyed. You're going to manifest like no other person can manifest in your life. You're going to not believe me. You're going to come back in three months or in six months and immediately are going to be like, Air, I didn't believe you, but I did it. Or I did one part of it. And that one part made the difference. The difference for you to take the next step and the next until the divine goddess in you was released and you found ascension. You opened up the third eye. You opened up the manifestation gateway to abundance and happiness. You developed a deeper relationship with God or the universe, your spirit guides and ancestors. And you developed deeper relationships with the people that are sharing the time with you here on earth. My lovely, lovely women, thank you so much 